Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Deborah, Agape Love, Love is Here Ministry. And this is the introduction to the webcams, to all the videos. And I wanted to introduce you to me before you got started. And I wanted to talk to you a little bit about what the webcam series is, are going to be about. I wanted to let you know that the first series uh, it's going to be a rediscovery series. And as we travel through and we learn and grow, there'll be more and more series of rediscovery. I want to let you know that I'm in a pattern. I have been highly trained and educated, and I am coming to you as a partner and ally of the most highest and mightiest general there ever is, Agape Love. I like to use the analogy that in World War II, in order to set millions and millions and millions of people free, an entire continent of nations and resources and the next generations and the next generations, it took allies and partners from many, many nations, highly trained in many different areas, all coming together for one purpose, to set people free. Free people cannot stand the thought of other human humans and humanity being in bondage and slavery and can't get free. So I serve under a general, Agape Love, Love is here. Agape Love is the most powerful general there ever is. It will take you beyond all borders, through every nation. It doesn't need any papers. It travels in a world that most people don't understand nor see. I am sort of a resistance fighter, an underground fighter, but I'm also out in the open, a teacher. And these videos on webcam are going to be teaching lessons. There'll be many different series that will come along to help you. And I hope that you enjoy them and that you get to know me and you get to know yourself, and you get to know others. So enjoy the webcam videos. Some of them have different lengths, but the main goal of each one is to bring hope and encouragement to you, the person that you have not yet met, the person that has been hidden from most of yourself, but not from others. And to help you discover that there is more to you than you know. And because I am a trained fighter, and I work very closely with Agape Love, we're going to be doing some, setting some things free. If you've ever watched any of the World War II stories, and how Europe was invaded, some of the countries invited the people in. Some people welcomed. Other people did not have a choice. And yet they all ended up in the same place, bondage, to something that was more powerful, more vicious, and tormenting, and vexing. So here we are. Since humanity began, we have had problems in our hearts and our minds, feelings and our emotions, and boy, we have tried to figure it out, 
And there's a good article, uh, a video that you can watch called Equal Partners. Because a lot of us don't understand what is going on with us. Why do all the problems that we all want to solve and live in peace and harmony and have a wonderful life, why can we not solve them? There are so many smart and intelligent people all over the world in every nation going to school, learning, trying everything they know how to help humanity. Their hearts are so wonderful that they love and they don't like to see anybody hurting and vexed and tormented. And they're trying with every ounce of knowledge they have to figure it out. And there's resistance fighters such as me that we know you have to have something stronger than what we know. Throughout history, most of humanity believed in a connection to a higher power. And that higher power was a loving higher power. And it wanted to help us. And it wanted to touch us and caress us and be a part of our lives. Well, somehow, things got messed up. And we no longer really invite a higher power into our lives to help us. And we have turned mainly to other ways, which is working some. We are getting some results. But this enemy that's unseen that continues through thousands and thousands of generations doesn't seem to end. The war is never solved. There's little breaks every now and then, but it goes on. Everybody's asking the question, how do I stop it? How do we end this unseen war that attacks us, that attacks our children and our loved ones? How can we have peace? How can we get along with each other? And yet there's no answers. Humanity seems to be trapped in bondage and slavery to unseen enemies that it cannot see or hear, doesn't believe in. So it has no answers. And we all put along trying to figure it out. We're trying so hard. Every nation is trying. Every educated person, every mama, every father, everybody. We even got dogs and animals trying to help us and love us and support us. All of our spiritual leaders are trying to help us. We're all trying to be free. And we're trying to get somewhere, but we don't know where. And we don't know how to get there. So I'm here through these videos to help you. I am a special person. As I said, I'm a resistance fighter. I go undercover. I travel in that unseen world, unseen realm. I also travel in the natural realm. And I live in a home. And I do a lot of other things. But I am a soldier in a war as an ally, desiring that many others come along with a God to help set people free in every nation, an unseen invader that has set up, entrenched itself, embedded, entombed itself in our lives, whether it's in our spirit, our soul, or our physical body. And it rules us and reigns us and torments us into deep slavery and bondage. And we don't know how to get free. So hopefully 
these webcams will begin to give you hope that there is freedom and to rediscover ways that have been long forgotten so that we can come together as allies and partners in a world war that crosses every nation, every boundary, and we can defeat this enemy that has tormented humanity since its beginning. And we will learn how to fight back, how to resist. We'll know it when it shows up, and we know what its goals are. So enjoy all the webcams. I hope to get better at this. This is kind of new to me. I'll still keep making the videos, and if you want to email me or contact me, you are welcome to. My email address is Pastor Deborah, D-E-B-O-R-A-H, at agapeloveishere.org. You may link to me on LinkedIn at Pastor Deborah, Love is Here. There are some videos on there. Also, you may, I'm on Twitter under Pastor Deborah. Love is here. I also have a YouTube channel called Hidden Kingdoms. There's a lot of videos there. I'm all also on four different podcast platforms. I think it's iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Intune. So if you have an Alexa or something, you can ask for Pastor Deborah. There are some uh, audios you can listen to. And also, I have the website www.agapeloveishere.org I'm already currently in partnership with people in Nepal and Kenya, Philippines, and here in America. And if you wish to call me on the phone, text me. Now, I do not have a smartphone, so I'm not up there yet. Uh, at 1-850-501-5040. That is Central Time in the United States of America, Pensacola, Florida, which happens to be about three hours east of New Orleans. Beautiful beaches, kind of hot right now. But been here a long time, and I am learning how to do this webcam stuff. So hopefully I'll get better, and I will be able to teach better for you. So enjoy each video, and please feel free to email me with questions. I'll get back to you. We got a war to win and people to set free. You are invited to become an ally, a highly trained soldier, and a partner with the mightiest general there ever is, Agape Love, and help set people free. Love always and forever, Pastor Deborah. Hello again, this is Pastor Deborah. This is another webcam for God Be Love, Love is Here, about the King and the Kingdom. Is everybody finished with your break? Great, everybody. Okay. This lesson, we're going to have three points again. I love three points. All right, it's entitled, A Word is the King of Its land. If you remember in the last couple of webcams teachings, we talked about that the king of our system that's inside of us that desires to rule and reign us 
through our thoughts, our ideas, our beliefs, and then out through our soul, out through our words, is a word. We discussed that a word was eternal, that it could go on for generations and generations. We discussed that it was immortal, has no death or has no death in it, but it can be taken away because words are spiritual things, and that it was invisible. When I speak a word to you, can you see the word itself? You can hear it. We can put the sounds on a oscilloscope, and I can see the electrical things, but can you really see the word? How does my brain interpret the sound of a word? If you go to the doctor and say, could you please take an x-ray? I want to see what my thoughts look like. I want to see what my concepts, my precepts look like. I want to take, have you take a picture of my beliefs, my hatred, my bitterness, my unforgiveness. Can you do that? Can you take my blood, take a blood test and see unforgiveness in the blood? If you put the little things on your head, like my son used to have to have, because he hit his head and had a head injury, can you see the words, his fears in there, or do you just see electrical lights shining and lighting up? So we learn that the king that is to rule this system of spirit, none seen, the soul with its conscious and subconscious, and the physical body is the word. And that we can get these words from everybody. If you need some encouragement, you go get a word of encouragement from somewhere. We found out that pictures, like the hieroglyphs, they're words. They have sounds. They talk to us. So pictures, artwork, music, just playing music is speaking to us. Words, pictures, they all speak. They have a voice. And we learned about that in the last one, if you want to go and look at the nature of the king. This webcam is entitled, as I said, A Word is the King of Its Land. The first thing we want to talk about is that we want to see that a word is king. Everybody agree? It's real powerful, has rulership, governorship over us. If you have a thought, a belief, you believe you're beautiful, that's a word, a picture that controls you, that controls your emotions, your feelings, your mental health. That's okay. It has a land. What is what does that mean? It has a part in you that it controls. Now also the word can control resources, natural nations through the voice of the ruler, of the government. Those are all words. Laws are just words put down on a piece of paper. Now, there's a spirit behind those words, but the words themselves form the government. So, a word is king. It becomes law. It governs. It rules. Can't break it. It's invisible, and it's there. And it governs the land that the word was spoken over. We'll use a, a, a nation. If it has a document, if it has declarations, 
it has laws, that word governs that land of that nation. In kingdoms, when a king speaks or writes a royal decree, his voice, his word, rules that nation. So words are powerful. They are rulers, they're governors, they're a king, and they have a territory. And inside of this system here, the three-part system, spirit, soul, and physical body, words are king. Number one, what is a word? Picture, yes. Songs, yes. You don't know? Okay. A word is a thought. What's a thought? When you think to yourself, are those words? You're sort of talking to yourself. But I don't know what you're saying. Are they pictures? Sure. Words are powerful. We all have them all the time. Where do they come from? How does our biological brain create words? Do they come in from the outside through our ears? Do they come in through pictures? Are they our mechanism of communication to ourselves? What kind of power do they have? Some people believe some words that they are not true. They used to believe that the earth was flat, and if you traveled too far in a ship, you'd fall, fall down. Those were words that they believed, but they were wrong. Some people are told, they're not very nice. They're ugly. Got the wrong skin color. Wrong sex. They believe those words of description of themselves. But something inside of them said, they're not right. I'm bad. I'm not that. There's more to me. So words can describe you. They can label you. So words are a powerful, powerful communication system for good or bad. What is a word? It's a thought. It's a concept. It's a precept. It's a belief. It's how we communicate with ourselves. I have conversations on the inside. I was talking to some of your sweet young girls today at the flea market. And I was talking to them. Have they ever heard a pine cone talk? They never heard a pine cone talk. But they knew if their mama looked at them, they knew what Mama was saying with a look. Just a look. They knew. They were communicating. Mama was communicating with a look. Is a look a word? Yes. It's like sometimes I know what you're thinking. We almost complete people's sentences. Why? We're on this sync with each other. Words don't even have to be spoken. They can just be a look. And you get the message. You get the communication. A word is a powerful thing. It's a king, it's a ruler, it dominates, has authority over its land that it claims. If it claims to be in your mind, and it forms a concept, foundation, precept, then you develop a belief system. And you will defend that belief system, right or wrong, doesn't matter what anybody says, you will defend it to the death. Because you believe those words. Maybe you've done no research, and even if you did do research, you wouldn't believe it. And that is how, <coughs> excuse me, 
powerful a word is inside of us. It sets up a land. The king rules it, the word. But the king could also deceive us, lie to us. How many of you have been lied to? And then you find out what that word was, was not true. But there were words. So words can be used to deceive us, to lie to us, control us. Their pictures. Neo, hey, I just talked about him in the mental health. If you ever watch the Matrix series, Neo was plugged into a system that spoke words and pictures into his brain. And his brain did not know any difference. It believed all the words and the pictures were real, and that is who he was. And Morpheus, which actually means God of the dreams, couldn't explain it to Neo that it was not true. He has said, you can't, you have to see it for yourself. You have to discover that what maybe you have been believing to be true from whatever source, maybe from ancestors, your culture, your grandma, your religion, your faith, the family. You have to discover like Neo for yourself what the truth is. So what Morpheus did, as all of you know, he took him into a the matrix, into the control system, and he showed him what the truth was. And it made Neo so sick he puked. Because the truth was he was now unplugged from the machines who had been lying to him with words and pictures, and he was discovering the situation, what was really true in his life. It made him sick. And then everything Neo believed about himself, the world, he discovered was a lie. And he goes back into the matrix to meet with the oracle, and he's sitting in the back seat of the car with Trinity. He said, oh, I used to eat there. Oh, I used to do that. And then he goes, wait a minute. That was all sublineal planted into my brain. None of that was real. And Trinity said something powerful. She said, the matrix, the control, the words, the pictures of another system that's lying to you and deceived cannot tell you what is real. Can't tell you who you really are. You have to discover that for yourself. And it, if you watch the movies, it takes Neo steps, support, somebody to love him, a mentor. And it shows him he had fear to overcome, doubt and unbelief before he could believe something else. The word is a powerful thing. And it can manipulate us. It's a king. It controls us. It will lie to us. There's a lot of people with a lot of words. And it will protect its land. If you saw in the movie The Matrix, when Neo got unplugged, there was a machine that shows up and starts strangling him. Because when you start getting unplugged from a word and a king that's lied to you. 
And you are breaking free of that. The enemy that puts you in there going to try to come and kill you. So the word we learned, it can be a good and righteous word that brings love and joy and peace and unity to your spirit, to your soul, and to your physical body. Or it can be one of, it is a controller. And it can tell you lies, deceive you. It can set it. All the religions on the planet cannot all be true. Something's wrong there. Everything, all these different government systems of how to govern a nation and its people and its resources. We got so many different kinds. Which one is true? Which one is the right one? We got unrighteous, corrupt people running nations. And they think they can get away with this stuff, but it's all written down in books. So I'll deal with them later. What is a word? It's a communication system. And it can bring you truth. It can govern your life. You can be willing to die for it because you will believe it. It'll be reinforced as in the matrix. If you start trying to believe, I used to work with and still do, a lot of multi-generational Satanists. And they would go to church and they would start hearing that this Jesus is alive. Or they'd start feeling something. But they were told that Lucifer, this Satan dude, killed him. And I would have to talk to him, how could a dead man have any power why if he's dead why would you want to follow him and they couldn't answer that so they were having a conflicting war of words beliefs concepts they believed one thing and something was coming along and now they were in conflict there was a war of words going on two kings because they're the only ones who can do battle Two kings were at war. Two powerful entities that control people were at war. Number two, how does the word it rule in us? If I spoke a word to you, how does it rule in you? Well, first you have to hear it or you can read it, see it in music, hear it. It's got to get inside your brain. Now remember, you have another you have another part of you, the spiritual part. And that's a whole other teaching about those words and that realm. But how do we how does a word become king in this land? It has to get planted in there. It can come in and overwhelm you. A lot of people in human trafficking and sex trafficking, they get overwhelmed. And over time being beaten down and abused and they end up believing what they are told about themselves. Because how you believe, whether you want to or not, force will come. And they'll beat you down. They'll kill you and make you an example to the other people. And they'll show force. But a word will get planted in you. 
It'll start developing in the soil of your heart, your mind, your emotions. And you will either have good things coming into it to support it. You will have bad things coming in that will question it. Eventually it will take root and you will have a principle that you live by, a word that you will defend to death. And you will have it, this king, you will be serving this word. We see it all through history. We've seen it in the religious wars to death. We've seen it between kings and countries. How does it rule? If it's a good word, it rules by fruit. They all rule by fruit. What that means is, if it's a good word that blesses you, you'll feel joy, happiness, peace, long You'll feel some wonderful stuff. And it will produce fruit in your life. And somebody will go, wow, I can tell you're telling me the truth. I don't know why I believe it, but there's something about you. It's producing a beautiful fragrance. You are releasing that. Now, that's a good word. If the king, if the word takes over your whole system as it has mine, my system serves that word. My system speaks that word. The word has a fragrance. It's like a flower. It has good things attached to it, and other people get to sense that. If your word is a bad word, it has negative energy attached to it. We found that out. And people sense that. And the word, that king, then will force itself on you. Make you believe it whether you want to or not. And you'll bow down to it. You'll serve it. You'll do anything you can. Why? Because if you don't, it'll kill you. Okay, that's how it is. And this all goes on on the inside of us. In our inner thoughts. And then sometimes maybe how we vote for somebody. Uh, decisions we make, how we treat our family. The word is working, and it's working out here, and it's showing itself in its rulership out here to people, and it's dominating. It's either good, where people feel love, they get healed, or they feel the other. Three, where does it rule? The word. It's invisible. Where does it rule inside of us? How does it rule? Anybody got any? Nobody knows? Huh. It rules in our mind. This is why mental health is so important. What's in our brain? This is what Neo had to learn. He believed he was a computer person. He had a life. He went to places. It was all a lie. He was hooked up. He lived in some ooey-gooey thing. And these, he was born and raised in a system that lied to him. Spoke words into his brain. Pictures and images and sounds. And he grew up as a baby believing that was all true. 
He had no idea what the real thing was going on till he got unplugged. And somebody who was already unplugged from that king, that lying word deception, came along and unfreed him from that land. And then he had to tell Neil what the truth was. It's not pretty when you find out what you have believed. The word that has ruled you, your family, your whole life is a lie. It's unrighteous. It's not loving. It's a distortion of what maybe honor is. It's a distortion of religion and serving gods. And that's not what they meant. So the word that you're serving is an angry word. A murderous word. It's not one full of love and joy and peace. So where does it rule? Inside of us. It rules me. My spirit, my soul, and my physical body. Then from there, I can rule other people. I can rule nations. There's politicians, governors, presidents, prime ministers. I can rule my family based on what's inside of me. And the word, the king and its land, how much of my life does it have? How much of that king is in me? If they are, if it's a good king, a good word, and I've got fruit that's bountiful and sweet and fragrance, and my, you sense this sweetness coming from me, but I can be around sweet people in the soul part. And their spirit is so black as ink. Because in that spirit realm, they serve in a bad dude. And that spirit lives in a different world. That's another lesson. I've had to do that with people, politicians. They're lying to the people. They'll tell you anything to get you to elect them. And we, in our lovely, naive, want to believe them that they're good people. And we vote for them. And then they turn around and they're serving something else spiritually. And they have sacrificed things in their own family. It's another teaching. To serve that spiritual king of darkness. And they'll sacrifice anybody. And they will be asked by that spiritual king. How bad do you want this? Will you lie to the people? Knowing you're lying? Will you sacrifice your own people that work under you? To get power? Now, that's all done in the spirit world. And I've had to deal with that for a long, long time. But some of us, we will sacrifice our own families to get what we want. Because there's a word in us, a king, that's demanding we do this. The honor of our fathers. The honor of our ancestors. We'll kill our own children. For our honor. That's not a loving word. That's not a loving system. That's not a good king that's ruling inside of us that would kill somebody.
So the word, we hear it, we hear it in songs, we see it in pictures, everybody's talking, there's a lot of different levels of communication, you got the human, we got animals, they talk to us, pine cones talk to me, yes they do talk to me, because they're a replica of the real pine cones. See, everything has a purpose. A pine cone, when I take a walk, this is my story. Here's what happens. A pine cone, I'm taking a walk, and there's a brown pine cone. It's out on the street. But somehow it fell or got run over, cut by a okay. And it's talking to me. I can hear its tears. Oh, I'm so sorry. And it talks to me as I'm a king, because spiritually I am. And it knows it's not supposed to be out on the road. It's supposed to be in the uh, woods. So it can let its seeds down and do what it was purposed to do. But it's out on the road. It's all beat up, bruised and battered and ain't much left. I can hear it crying because it talks to me about people. That they're all messed up, they're hurt, they're broken, there's not much left of them. But if love comes along and knows this is not where you belong, you need to be loved and put back in where you're supposed to be. So I pick up the pine cone, and it's so sorry for being out on the road. But it can't help him. The wind blew it there or something. But it can't get itself back where it needs to be. It doesn't have any legs. So I have to pick it up, and I throw it back in the woods. I tell it, now go be the pine cone it's supposed to be. That's how people are. They get blown out of places. They can't pick themselves back up. They need somebody with love in their heart that can hear their cries and pick them up and put them in an environment where they're supposed to be. It's usually in a spiritual environment with love and peace and joy. And they need a lot of healing. Now that's all in sort of the spiritual world. So a lot of times the word, I'm talking to you now, but I'm also in the spirit. So the word is a natural thing, and it's a spiritual thing. How are the words? Ask a psychiatrist, how do those words that come in through your ears or pictures get translated into chemical electrical signals in your brain? Where magnesium and potassium and sodium and water are. How does that happen? How does the biological brain, where our emotions are, store these words? But is the word, which is a king, is it more than a biological, chemical thing? Our word spiritual. These are questions you have to ask yourself. Are you believing some words that are lies? Has somebody lied to you about who you are, what you can do, what your potential is? Are you believing another king? Are you serving? The word. Has it got control of your land, your spirit, soul, and body? Has it set up fortresses and defends it? I can spot it in a minute. Because you start arguing. You start defending. You start saying, don't judge me. Don't tell me what to do. That's the defense mechanism of the land. To protect the king and the word. That's just a response. It feels under attack and it's responding back. So there's war going on all the time. 
sometimes I have to slip in secretively when people are sleeping and they're in the dream world because I got to get to that spirit part where the word is in their spirit and it's the king and it's the wrong king and it's got control of their heart and their mind and I've seen it some of the people you think are the nicest loving caring people you get them in the spirit their spirits are jet black and they ain't serving who you think they are and they aren't doing the things that you want them to do they're corrupt they're unrighteous they're filled with darkness and blackness but they'll get up in front of the camera and they'll smile and they'll, and we all say it and we hate it they defend their power. If you even speak up against what they're trying to do, they lock you down, they kill you, put you away in concentrate not concentration camps, internment camps, farms. They don't want to hear, they don't want anybody to disrupt the word, the king, and the land that they're controlling. Now, is that a loving king? Where you don't have the right to challenge what you believe so what is a word it's an immortal invisible king and it comes to control take authority over and own land of our spirit our soul and our body once that's done and that it has conquered us then we will sacrifice anything anybody and we will rule the way the king wants us to rule, whether it's good or bad. Two, how does it rule? Usually, it works on our belief system. If we will not bow to it, it will bring attacks verbally from people, and we will get the message. We'll get a look. Something will come along, and it will threaten us to back down if it's a good word we get blessings and we go that's good watch the movie the trilogy of Neo and the Matrix back in 1990 excellent God made me write down every single word three where does it rule it rules first in the unseen realm then it comes and it seeks to come into us in our spirit our soul and our body to rule us, to take over this land. And then from there, take over nations, families, children, education, businesses, by our decisions. Now people go, why are you doing it? Because they're working out of that kingship, out of that land, to satisfy the king that's in it. So today's lesson is a word is the king of its land. It's the ruler, the governor, the king, the master, and the owner. And the land that a word desires to be planted in, rule over, is your entire spirit, your entire soul, and your entire physical body. Once that is conquered, which for most of us happened in childhood, and we never got out of it. Then we go and serve it in our jobs, in our families, 
And sometimes we just go to games, like back in the Roman times. We want to have fun. So we are just having fun. And don't pay attention to what the governors are doing or the Roman empires or the military. Just go have fun. Ignore that over there. How does it rule? If it's a good word, it rules for peace, joy, love, unity. It has fruit that is bared in your life. You have a sweet fragrance coming off of you. People want to know what you know. They're drawn to you so they can get the word that you have. And then another land is conquered by sweetness, love, joy, and peace. Where does it rule? First, inside of us, and then out there in governments, in families, in business, in sports, in medicine. It makes decisions to support the king to go his way. And people will lie to you, they'll cheat you, I'll tell you whatever you want to hear, and if you believe them, there's a word. There's some words out there that kind of don't believe everything everybody tells you. And if you're a, in leadership, they want power, but they okay. They'll lie to you right to the cameras. They'll sacrifice their own friends, people, family, children. I know some politicians who've already sacrificed their grandchildren, given them over to the dark side the force so they can have some power I know some politicians were asked how much do you want this position what are you willing to sacrifice for will you allow somebody that's under your care to be killed sacrificed it's done all the time that's not a good shepherd that'd be like if you were a shepherd and you want some money Somebody says, yeah, but you got to give up that little baby lamb and that mama to that wolf over there. you got to turn around, look the other way, turn the cameras off. Just kind of go to the bathroom. Let the lion come in. Take the lamb out. Nobody will know you were in the bathroom and you didn't see a thing. If you do that, it's not the lion. That's, he's, he's the taker, but he belongs to somebody else. And you will get a blessing. Something will come along, some money, a job, somebody in your family will get something. Happens all the time. People just look the other way. That way. Because they're serving a king inside of themselves that is a word in order to get something. So I hope you enjoy this webcam. This is about the king and the kingdom. It's inside of us and how you can have how the word rules us. Neil's a great one. Words come in pictures, come in sounds, they come in music, come in feelings. They're in our biological brain. They're in our spirit. And it is the king. And it wants to rule our land that's inside of us so it can then rule the world. And we see it. We all know when we see goodness and when we see ick, can't figure it out, don't know what to do. 
there's no evidence that what they're doing is but we kind of know but we can't do anything because a lot of stuff's happening in the spirit world that you have to be very aware of so enjoy it and I know you guys are all tired you've been here for a couple hours with me on this too so hopefully I'll get this up this will be on the God be love love is here under the regular podcast It'll be on the webcam it's dealing with the king and the kingdom I hope you guys come back again enjoy and I have enjoyed having all of you come and sit I'll let you look at the board for a little while and uh, enjoy take notes love you guys pastor Dipper.